The following podcast may contain spoilers for the Harry Potter series as well as adult language theme and content. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Broomsticks and Braille Harry Potter fan fiction. My name is JJ and I am so excited to be here. I'm always excited to be here as you've probably figured out by now. I love doing this podcast for you guys. But this week, I'm especially excited to be here because even though the uh, introduction to this particular episode wasn't necessarily original, I totally stole it from Michael Gambon slash Albus Dumbledore, the fanfic in this episode will be original. I mean, all of them are original, but this one will be especially original because I, JJ, wrote it. That's right. The fanfic of the week is going to be one that has been written by yours truly. I'm so excited for this. Um, I'm so excited to read this for you guys. So I'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, I just have one announcement this week. It's just a reminder that if you'd like to get a hold of me uh, for questions, feedback, comments, whatever, if you have a fanfic that you want me to read on here, um, send it with the link. Uh, send all of that to broomsticksandbraillehpff at gmail.com. That's broomsticksandbraille, B-R-A-I-L-L-E, H-P-F-F, as in Harry Potter fanfiction, at gmail.com. All right, everybody. I hope you guys are all as excited about this as I am. So without any further ado, let's get into the fanfic of the week. Alright everybody, so this week's fanfiction um, has a working title, and it's by, uh, my author name is Resevius, so that is R-E-S-E-V-I-U-S, a combination of Remus, Severus, and Sirius, who are my three favorite fanfiction characters, or three of my favorite fanfiction characters. Um, the working title I have right now is Asking Questions. Um... Yeah, so Asking Questions by Resevius is the fiction for this week. Uh, so just a little background. So as I said earlier, I was going to wait a little bit before I put anything original up. And then I realized that who I'm promoting and advertising this podcast to are not super into Harry Potter fan fiction. So I was like, oh, should probably shift my audience. So um, I am decided to write a new fanfic so that I could advertise my podcast on Archive of Our Own. Um, Archive of Our Own is the main website that I publish fanfiction on. I also publish on fanfic.net, um, but mostly on archives. So so you can find it there. There's a link in the description. Um, so for this one, I... So I'll share a little bit about what it's about, and then I'll give you some more information um, after the episode. The, this fan fiction is actually going to be really, really personal to me um, and is really coming from uh, the heart, you know, from my own experience. So this fan fiction is about Dudley, Dudley Dursley, uh, Harry's cousin. Um, Dudley has always fascinated me. I feel like there's a lot more that, you know, can be made of Dudley and of his relationship with Harry 
um, any friendship or familial bonds could be, you know, tied back together. Um, and I've read some amazing, uh, you know, Dudley and Harry fan fiction, um, over the years that I'll, I'll probably share a couple of those later on as well. So I decided, um, I was going to write one about Dudley. And the reason I picked Dudley is partly because he is a muggle and partly because, um, I can work him into some themes that I wanted to bring, bring up. And those themes are, um, 12 step recovery and, uh, childhood trauma. Um, so these are two very, very dear topics to me. And I'll explain more of that after I read the fan fiction, but it was really appealing to me. You know, I was thinking about Harry Potter and I was like, you know, I really want to write something that's you know, raw and personal for me. And this is it. And so I was like, okay, well, which Harry Potter character? And I mean, Harry was the obvious choice, but I didn't want to like try to shoehorn 12 step recovery into wizarding world. Um, and so I decided on Dudley because I figured, okay, this, it's less obvious that he would need 12 step recovery. And so I can be a little, there's a little more creative wiggle room there. Um, and I might place Harry in 12-step recovery later on. I haven't decided yet. Um, so this fanfic, it's it's just a seed. I've, um, I'm going to be reading chapter one this week, and then I'll, you know, I'll probably keep writing it. I don't know how long it's going to be. I don't really know where it's going to go. Um, I, something as I do know for sure is that it's going to be Dudley-centric, so um, Dudley's going to be the main character throughout. Um, there will be Ron and Hermione as a couple, um, there will also be Harry Potter and Severus Snape as a couple, um, which I actually want to address a little bit right now. This is one of my favorite pairings in Harry Potter fan fiction, um, partly because uh, Severus is a lot older than Harry, and my partner is also quite a bit older than I am. So there's a lot of you know kinship there with that particular couple. And I also um, really love you know, the potential dynamics there. Um, I feel like Harry and Severus, you know, do technically have a lot of common that they could bond over. And I just think I've seen this relationship written so, so well. So I'm hoping that I can do it justice. Um, it's not going to be told for like a while, while later though. Um, like I said, this fanfic is mostly focused on Dudley. Um, so it'll feature Dudley, the Dursleys, um, Harry, Severus, the Weasleys, Hermione, all the old, you know, the good crowd. Um, there will be a lot of discussion of childhood trauma, of abuse, which are also dear to my heart. So, um, yeah, I think that's about all I want to say about that for now. So I'll go ahead and read the chapter. Um, I'm definitely nervous and excited. Uh, funnily enough, when I was reading this out loud to myself, like... I, doing the voices and everything was definitely difficult because I was like, oh God, the, like I, I definitely, you know, try to make the characters as authentic as I can, but since I'm writing from something so personal to me, um, that it tends to, uh, I, I tend to bleed into the characters a little bit, so, and I'm okay with that. So, I'll go ahead and get into the fanfic. So here is Asking Questions by Resebius. 
Dr. Clark considered the man seated in front of her. He was broad, easily filling the squashy chair reserved for her clients. His hands rested on the chair's arms, and she reflected that his posture appeared much more relaxed than it had been at their very first session. Dudley, she said, what would you like to talk about today? Dudley's face, oddly striking in its fullness, was blank. If Dr. Clark hadn't been working with him for the past three months, and were she a younger therapist, she might have interpreted the expression as brainless. When Dudley spoke, his voice was determinedly even. I don't know, Kara. I'm sober. Three months now. He reached into his pocket and produced a small round coin. They gave me my chip last week. A smile tugged at his mouth. How does that feel? It feels... I feel proud. He looked directly at her, his thumb caressing one side of the coin. You know, this is the first time I've achieved something. He gave a hollow laugh. <laughs> Twenty-five years old and I have a single chip to my name. He looked down for a moment, then smiled at her. I guess I want to say thank you, Kara. You've helped me loads. You've worked very hard, Dudley. I'm proud of you, and I'm glad to hear that you're proud, too. Congratulations. Thank you. He looked back down at the coin, and Dr. Clark could see that his eyes had become distant again. She let the silence exist. I think I started using because of my parents. Dr. Clark waited. He had leaned forward ever so slightly, and she mirrored the movement. Food filled me up for the longest time, ever since I was a kid. I ate as much as I liked, and then more. I might have ended up in Overneater's Anonymous instead, but smelting my secondary school made sure that didn't happen. I started dieting hard, and boxing when I was 14. I still do. Diet and exercise, I mean. Pride crept back into his voice. In all these years, that hasn't changed. I don't box anymore, not since... Well, anyway, a couple years ago, those things stopped filling me up, too. So I gave up on trying to fill myself and instead tried to just forget. To numb. It almost killed me. Dudley paused again, but his eyes never left the coin. He was spinning it slowly between his fingers. So the drugs were to help you forget, Dr. Clark said. Yeah. Dudley looked up again, seeming to remember she was there. Earlier, you mentioned your parents. Do you want to tell me more about that? Dudley shrugged. They were loving, I suppose. I never wanted for anything. There was never anything I couldn't have. He tilted his head, frowning. You look upset, Dudley. Yeah, he said. I don't know why. They were good parents. To me, anyway. To you? Dudley's expression became closed. I'm not supposed to talk about him. Dr. Clark frowned. Him? Harry. Dudley's body tensed, and his eyes darted. Dudley, Dr. Clark said, anything you tell me is confidential, even from your parents. Unless you or someone is in danger, nothing you tell me will leave this room. 
Dudley nodded. His spinning of the recovery chip had become faster. Are you... I haven't talked about Harry in almost eight years. He's my mother's sister's son, but my mom would never talk about her sister. She, uh, she hated her. Dudley's jaw was working furiously. She hated Harry, too. So did my dad. Harry came to live with us when we were one, after his parents died, but my parents never liked him. You see, Harry was different. He, he wasn't like us. He wasn't normal. Dudley frowned again, this time seeming to look for words. How was Harry different? Dudley looked at her, and Dr. Clark realized that a young boy was gazing at her out of adult eyes. I don't think I'm ready to explain. I, I still don't really understand it. That's okay, said Dr. Clark. This is your story, Dudley. Dudley gave a small, grateful smile, then bit his lip as he looked back down. My parents gave me anything I wanted, anything at all. But Harry, Harry was always second, worse than second. They, they treated him horribly. Suddenly, Dudley's head snapped up, and he began speaking very quickly, as if to push his words away from himself. When my parents gave me big meals, they gave Harry leftover morsels. When I got expensive gifts and treats for my birthday, Harry didn't even get a happy birthday wish. He slept in a cupboard under the stairs. He wore my hand-me-downs, and they were huge on him. My parents hated him, and they showed it. After his admissions, Dudley slumped his shoulders in looking very much like a turtle retreating to his shell. Thank you for sharing this with me, Dudley, said Dr. Clark. I can see it was hard. How does it feel to talk about it? I don't know, Dudley said flatly, then shook his head. His eyes drifted to a chart on Dr. Clark's wall that helped clients identify emotions. I feel, uh, angry, sad, ashamed. I participated, too. I bullied Harry. Dr. Clark kept her eyes on her client, keeping her expression open and neutral. Do you want to tell me more about that? No, said Dudley. Not yet. I, I, I meant to talk about the drugs. All right. I guess I was trying to forget all of that. Harry, the way my parents treated him... The way I treated him, it hurts to remember. He trailed off and looked at her. I suppose that was stupid. I'm not very bright, you know. I don't think so, said Dr. Clark. A lot of my clients who struggle with addiction have shared similar experiences of using substances to forget. I hear you saying that you turn to drugs to forget something very painful. And I think this is a very understandable survival response. Dudley seemed unsure of how to take that. Deep sadness shone in his eyes. We're almost out of time, Dudley, said Dr. Clark. Would you like to talk about this some more next time? Dudley nodded, looking relieved. In the meantime, said Dr. Clark, I want to encourage you to think about yourself as a survivor. Witnessing your parents' treatment of Harry was painful at best, potentially traumatic, 
You were surviving then, and I see you continuing to survive now. Thank you, Kara. He left her office, his shoulders still slumped. Thank you for listening to my original fic, Asking Questions. Uh, my pen name is Resevius. Whew, so that was very intense to read, for sure. Um, so I just want to talk about uh, the where this fic has come from and also, um, you know, what my plans are going forward. Excuse me, going forward with it. So um, there's a little bit about 12-step recovery um, in this fan fiction. Um, and I have been in a 12-step recovery program since February, so I'm coming up on 10 months in the program, and it has been a major, major life changer for me. Um, the program that I'm in is called Adult Children of Alcoholics, and I've, you know, I've, I've had my own 12-step experience, um, at the moment, I'm on step eight, so that's pretty exciting. And, uh, I, you know, I've met a lot, I've made a lot of amazing friends within the program, and I've heard a lot about other 12-step recovery programs in that process. And so 12-step recovery, it's something that is so incredibly close to my heart. Um, it's really made an impact in my life, and it's not for everybody. It's, you know, this isn't uh, a promotion of 12-step recovery. I'm just sharing my own experience that it's been really impactful for me. So I really, really wanted to bring um, recovery work into a fan fiction, you know, just kind of marry two of my biggest passions, um, Harry Potter fan fiction and 12-step work. So um, so like I said, I, I felt like Dudley was a really good character to bring into this um, because, you know, he's a muggle, so that made it pretty straightforward to bring him into 12-step recovery. I, I thought about putting, like I said, I thought about putting Harry into it, but I was like, eh, that's kind of obvious. And, you know, again, as I said before, there's a little bit more wiggle room and creativity there um, with Dudley because he's one of the background characters. And I, I think I've said this before on this podcast, but um, in Harry Potter fan fiction, the background characters are to me, the most fun to read and write about because you're always going, oh, wow, this could have happened. Um, you know, in this case, it's, uh, I'll be, uh, there will be some chapters that will feature some past events with Harry and, and how the Dursleys treated him. Um, I'm pretty sure the chapter from book five, Dudley Demented, is going to make its way into this story. Um, and it'll it's going to be fun to just imagine, you know, Dudley's perspective. And one thing that, that frequently happens in my own fan fiction that I find myself doing is I make a lot of the bad guys, quote unquote, a lot of the villains in the story, I tend to make them sympathetic characters. Um, that's just how I roll, I guess. So, um, I tend to make them very sympathetic characters. You know, I've, I've written, um, there's another series that I write, where I basically take all the background characters and write them very sympathetically, um, you know, give give them a lot of like, not necessarily excuses as much as 
here's a human side to them that we might not have considered. So characters like Lucius Malfoy, um, oh, who else? I've only written one, uh, one shot in that series. I'm hoping to finish that one someday, but, uh, Lucius, Regulus Black, um, and even the ones that, like, appear benign, but are really not, like, Dumbledore is gonna be in there, um, Sirius is going to be in there. Um, so yeah, or, or Peter Pettigrew, you know, everyone hates Peter for the most part. So, and I kind of write him as, you know, a, a kind of a potentially sympathetic character. And again, it's not making excuses for the character as much as here's what the character might've been going through. So, um, so yeah, I, I didn't, and now here I, here I am doing it with Dudley. You know, he was a bully. He was, awful to Harry. He participated in his parents' treatment of Harry. And yet, you know, as I've gotten into my own recovery work and my own, and not just with 12-step, but also in, in my own work um, in therapy, and I'm studying to be a family therapist, you know, in that it's, it's become so simple and easy for me to take. I mean, I'm, I'm a naturally compassionate person just by nature. That's just me. I've <laughs> ever since I was a kid, even when I saw The Little Mermaid, I was like, but what about Ursula? I want to know Ursula's story. So I've always been that one that's like, okay, everyone's going to say this is the clear-cut bad guy, but I want to know what makes them tick. So um, so it's been natural for me to take that and, you know, really bring it out in in my, crea in my creative works. So um, that's been a lot of fun. Veering into that, um, you know, on that note, uh, I brought a lot of counseling techniques into this. <laughs> if there's anyone out there listening, um, you know, who's studying to be a counselor, who is a counselor, you might recognize some of those techniques. I'm only in my second year of grad school. So, you know, I'm less than an amateur counselor, but I definitely brought in a few techniques that I've learned about that I would use that um, I've had used on me by um, one of my favorite counselors. Um, you know who you are. I love your face. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, you know, that was also really fun for me to just bring in the therapeutic piece to this as well. Um, so really it was a marriage of three of my passions, counseling, Harry Potter fan fiction, and oh yeah, that one thing I mean to talk about, childhood trauma. So um, this is the part where I tell you my whole sob story except not. Just suffice to say that I do have some trauma in my childhood, and if I didn't, I wouldn't be an adult children of alcoholics, but um, I do have some childhood trauma in my past, and, you know, I wanted, that is something that I'm very passionate about. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer, based on my own experience and based on a lot of experiences of around me, of others around me, you know, people, you hear people say, oh, it happened so long ago, let it go. It was when you're a kid, you don't even remember it. And that's not true. Um, what happens so much of the time, if not all the time, if a child goes through any kind of trauma, um, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, verbal abuse, watching somebody else being abused, watching any kind of dysfunction in the family, it's going to come out later in life. And, you know, 
I've, I've been fortunate. A, a lot of, a lot of my friends in recovery tell me this. Um, I'm, I'm only 27 years old and I'm starting this recovery journey. And a lot of people don't begin to recover until they're, you know, at, at least in their late thirties, if not forties. So I feel really grateful that I have a lot of time. I mean, you know, God, God willing, but I have a lot of time to learn from all this experience and to share it. And that's, that's just something that's really important to me. Um, I think, you know, from a counsel from a counseling perspective, I think Freud, <laughs> Freud was definitely interesting and definitely questionable. But what I always am grateful to Sigmund Freud for is that he helped us realize as, as a field, as a counseling field, that your childhood has an effect, even if it wasn't traumatic, your childhood affects and comes out, affects you and comes out in adulthood. And if you did have trauma in your childhood, it's, it's going to leave a mark. Um, and so I'm excited to, um, bring that out in Dudley in Dudley's character and probably in Harry's character too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for when I bring Harry and I'm not really sure, you know, what's going to happen there. Um, but you know, for Dudley, I think, yes, he participated and yes, he was a bully. Um, and I also remember that he was haunted by the Dementors. They did affect him and I don't believe the Dementors can affect you if you're completely evil, if you're completely without any kind of humanity. I think you would be probably immune from them. Or you're serious Black and you can transform into a dog. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, you know, the fact that they did affect him, even at that young age, there was something more going on there. And I think having to watch, you know, to be treated so well, well, that's argue, arguable, but to be treated so well by his parents and then to watch Harry being so thoroughly abused, um, I think would have left its mark on Dudley. Um, I don't necessarily think, you know, he would have, um, post-traumatic stress disorder as I do, although maybe he will. I don't know yet. I think I'm just going to let Dudley sit back and sit back and let Dudley tell me where he's going with this, but, um, but I think, you know, he is going to have a lot to process and also a lot to process in terms of becoming like his parents, you know, that black and white thinking, um, that black and white view of the world and, and where everyone is supposed to be in it. So, um, so I'm excited to just explore that in Dudley and how his parents' actions and, and the environment he grew up in, how that might have affected him. Not to mention, like, the fact that, you know, living in fear of Harry. I mean, that's another, like, that was passed down to Harry from his parents, or to Dudley from his parents. So even, you know, living in that fear, that's hard on a child. If If you're raised in fear, especially fear of a family member, that also has a huge effect on you. So... So yeah, I'm pretty excited to explore just childhood trauma and its effects through Dudley. Um, so there will definitely be more where this where this all came from. There will be more counseling. There will be more recovery. There will be more trauma, some effects of trauma. 
um, lots of different things. Um, yeah. Uh, and you know, there's going to be some humor. I, I don't think every chapter is going to be as serious and melancholy as this, but I wanted to, you know, get it started off on, on a serious note. That's like, Oh, um, as far as fan fiction goes. So the, the fact of Harry being abused, I, I sometimes it's, uh, how do I want to say this? In fan fiction, in the fan fiction community, I think most of the fan fictioners like are pretty much like, yeah, Harry was abused by the Dursleys, by Dumbledore. He was emotionally abused by Dumbledore. If at the very least he was emotionally manipulated by Dumbledore. Um, and so that's that's definitely gonna feature here because like I said, it it it's pretty obvious in the fan fiction community. I mean, that's a pretty popular tag, um, child abuse and Harry being abused, because it happened. Um, you know, being made to sleep in a cupboard and, um, having a, a large part of your identity forced out of you. I mean, even as small as, uh, Vernon locked Harry's, um, spell books under the stairs in his third year, even though in the series, you know, Harry didn't seem to internalize that, um, it, it's not obvious in childhood because as children, as I hinted at in this chapter, as children, we do what we have to to survive. And sometimes that means denial. So in Harry's case, in the books, there was a lot of denial. But occasionally you have little tiny glimpses of Harry knowing that what, what how he's being treated is not right. And so I, I think later in life that would begin um, to come back up with Harry. Cause here's the thing, like as children, um, with our, you know, with our child brains, we can't comprehend what's going on. Um, we can't take it in. Um, there, I've heard a lot of stories of children and, and how they convert what's happening them into what's happened to them into something fantastical or something, you know, it's, yeah, we, we can't, really process fully what happened to us as children and then as adults with our adult brain um in my own experience it was interesting because you know growing up and and beyond I knew the script I knew how to say oh this happened to me when I was a kid that happened to me when I was a kid so and so did this to me when I was a kid I knew how to say the words I didn't say it with any kind of emotion sometimes I laughed at it sometimes I you know, just whatever. I mean, it was just totally whatever. Then when I turned 25, like it all just, or really when I turned 24, um, it all just came kerplooey, like, oh, guess what? This stuff happened to you when you were a kid. And guess what else? It affected you. And I, you know, and now with my fully, our brains fully developed by the time we're 26. And so the last two years um, of my life have been full of discovery and full of realization and that script now has emotion to it and so I think something similar probably might have happened to Harry because you know he just had to go with it he didn't he didn't have a choice um he was made to believe he didn't have a choice he was made to believe ironically like in people telling him he had a choice he really didn't have a choice and that's very similar to what happened to me as well like you're you know uh, you know, a lot of people around me growing up knew how to tell me 
you know, you can do anything. And yet, no. And so, and you know, with Harry, I mean, Dumbledore makes this grand speech in the sixth book about he has a choice whether or not to walk into the arena. But it, it was just words. Harry many times didn't think he had choices. And that's one of the biggest effects of growing up with childhood trauma. So, um, so yeah, I, th I think there's going to be a lot said here for Dudley, a lot for Harry, um, maybe even a little bit for Ron, because even Ron and Hermione, you know, knew a little bit about what was going on. And so, so yeah, I'm pretty excited for this fix. So I think I'll probably, you know, feature, um, some chapters going forward, uh, you know, intermittent with all the other, uh, all the other fanfics that I want to read to you guys. So, so thank you for so much for listening and, you know, letting me get kind of vulnerable in this, um, episode. I, yeah, I'm, whew, I'm excited. So thanks everybody. I'll go ahead and head into wrap up for this week. That concludes this week's episode of Broomsticks and Braille, Harry Potter fan fiction. I hope you all have enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Um, it's been great to read and share with all of you. Um, so once again, if you'd like to get in touch with me, broomsticks and braille, hpff at gmail.com. Um, if you would like to read any more of my fan fiction, you can look for Resevius. Uh, that's R-E-S-E-V-I-U-S. R-E-S-E-V-I-U-S. Um, so think Remus, R-E, Severus, S-E-V, Sirius, I-U-S, Resevius. Um, I'm on fanfic.net. God, my profile is embarrassing over there, so don't worry about that. <laughs> um, I'm on fanfic.net, and I'm also on Archive of Our Own. Um, there's Most of the stories overlap on both of those platforms, but I think there's some I published on uh, fanfic that aren't on Archive and uh, vice versa. So check me out on both platforms if you'd like to read more of my original work. Um, if you'd like me to read any more of my original works, you know, let me know. Again, broomsticksandbrailehpff at gmail.com. I hope everyone's having a wonderful week. Uh, it's been pretty snowy and cold and amazing over here. So, uh, you know, for those of you in the same boat, I hope everyone's being safe and warm. And yeah, so thanks again, everybody. Hope everyone has a great week. And remember, of course it is happening inside your head. But why on earth should that mean that it is not real? Have a great week, everybody. Mm -hmm.